Hey everybody, welcome to Never Too Old for YA. Today we'll be discussing the sections Six Months Earlier through Keep a Secret in Every Last Word by Tamara Ireland Stone. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Never the Number Too Old for YA. This podcast is streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. Hey, Kels. Hey, Mel. I want to know why you ended up picking this book. Well, that doesn't sound good because it sounds like you're dissatisfied. Well, I mean, I'm not. I was just asking. What made you choose this book out of the three you were debating on? Um, the protagonist really interested me, like, because of her OCD. Like, I've never really read a book about someone with, with that condition. So, like, I kind of wanted to learn more about it. And I mean, I realize this is fiction and it might not be like totally spot on um, about like, you know, what it's really like to have OCD, but um, just like, you know, to kind of learn more and like see things from the perspective of someone with that disorder kind of interested me. And then also the shift from her hanging out with all the popular girls in school to like hanging out with like kind of more outcast people like that really um was interesting to me because that's not a shift you see a lot in people in high school like I was never a popular kid like not even close more like on the loner like outcast kind of side so like I can't even imagine going from like the popular crowd to like on the fringes of like your social ladder or whatever that just seems like a really weird jump to me and I wanted to, like, see how that goes. And so far, so good, I got to say. I wouldn't say so far, so good, because we really have, like, not much to go off of. It seems like sometimes five chapters is a lot through work, and, like, life just gets in the way sometimes, and you're like, five chapters, I have to sit down and read five chapters, like, you know, it's a lot because you're recording a podcast. It's not like you can put the book down and then come back to it later, you know. But really, like when you go to record, you really have no idea like what really to talk about because there really isn't enough in those five chapters. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I kind of agree with that, like in this instance for this particular book starting off with five chapters was not a very good move but like we kind of didn't know any better because like we were kind of going in blind and like we didn't know how well we could have looked through it I guess more than we did but like we didn't really know how long or short or like how detailed each chapter was going to be like we didn't really know how much we're going to get and that's kind of like you said like the issue every week like you take a, a chunk of the book five six chapters whatever and you don't know how much you're going to get. You don't know how much material you're going to get for that week to talk about. Like we've had episodes where like we barely know what to talk about and episodes where like we can't shut up. Yeah, I agree. So what do you think of every last word so far? I like it a lot. I feel like it's off to a really interesting start. The author is doing a good job so far, I think, of um, introducing the characters, giving you a feel for everyone. Well, not not so much of all the girls that Samantha or Sam is friends with. 
they called themselves the crazy eights because there used to be eight of them but then like three kind of faded out like one moved away one transferred schools like you know that kind of thing um so now there's only five I can't imagine having five friends to hang out with because that like never happened to me pretty much hardly ever um, but that's okay <laughs> I kind of preferred it that way but anyways um she hasn't really gone into depth of like each friend and like their individual personality and stuff like that yet but I mean it's only the first five chapters and as an author you can't really just dump all the information about every character onto the reader like in the first like five ten or ten ten is fine but like in the first few chapters of the book when you're just starting out like you're not going to know everything about everybody right away um because right now like all of her friends seem kind of not identical to each other but sort of like they're just you know your average like kind of snobby like popular girls but she feels kind of left out of the group because for one thing it's kind of starts off with um they have like a tradition of um wrapping each other's uh lockers and gift wrap for their birthday but some but sam has a, a summer birthday so like she never really gets that they only wrap her locker every so often. Like some years they do it, some years they don't. And like, they're not very consistent with it, but then everybody else gets all this recognition for their birthday because it's during the school year. And then there's also kind of the dilemma of, I don't remember which friend it was. I'm still trying to get all their names straight. And like I said, once I kind of have an idea who's who and like who's like personality was, I'll probably get them more straight in my head. Like, okay, this is, like, their name, and this is what they're like, but I don't have that yet, um, so I don't remember the friend's name, but, um, she, for her birthday, I think, um, is going to Napa, like, to have, like, a spa day and stuff, and she was gonna, um, like, take all of her, all, the whole group, um, and I think her mom was going to, but, um, all the spas were, like, booked up that they wanted to go to, and um like they, they couldn't find anything with any openings for like all of them so she had to only choose um two of them to go and so sam and another friend got left out the reasoning behind that was that oh like i've known the other two that i invited like the longest even though they all met in kindergarten but their moms knew each other when the kids were in preschool so she was like well i better pick the ones i've known the longest or whatever so Sam and the other friend are left out and she just feels like she's kind of getting pushed out by her friends and they don't know about her OCD. Like she completely hides it from them. Like there's this one scene in the book where um, uh, the first chapter takes place six months earlier before summer break and summer's really important to Sam and we'll get to that later. Why? So they're like doing this thing for Valentine's Day, like a fundraiser where like they send out roses with like notes from like kind of like a secret admirer thing. And so, like, they're cutting the stems off the roses and stuff um, with scissors. And Sam was doing another part of, like, the putting together of the... I think she was, like, tying the notes to the roses. And then she switches with someone else to start cutting the roses. And once she grabs the scissors, like, she has this, like, urge to, like, um, to... Like, one of her friends has, a, has her hair up in a ponytail to just cut off her ponytail like, out of nowhere, it just came to her, like, it kind of went from there, like, into, like, more, like, things with the scissors and stuff, 
she told her friends, oh, I need a glass of water or whatever, came downstairs and started having a panic attack because of, like, what happened upstairs with the scissors and everything. And her mom, like, talked her down from it, made sure that she was okay, and, like, sent her sister upstairs to cover for her so that, like, her friends wouldn't, like, suspect anything. Her family's in on the fact that, like, her friends don't know about her OCD. She doesn't want them to. So, like, you know, they kind of help her out, like, keeping it a secret. So then she meets Caroline. I guess they share the same row of lockers. Um, and she kind of just introduces herself to Sam. And Sam was kind of like, where did this girl even come from? And then after Sam gets kind of, like, put on the back burner by her friend and gets uninvited to the birthday spa thing... Sam just automatically like leaves the situation like she's just like the secondhand embarrassment I got from this was so evil but she just kind of was like oh I have somewhere to be I have I have what was it a lab partner yeah that she needed to go and give notes to and she bolted out of there and she ended up in the auditorium where Caroline was and Mind you, no one in her friend group, no one close to her, and she's known these people since kindergarten, knows about her OCD. She And she's been diagnosed since she was 10? Yeah, I think like 10, and then I think she started like seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist when she was like 13. So these are these are girls, these are friends that she's known her entire life and they know nothing about her disorder. And then she feels so overwhelmed. She sees Caroline and just starts telling Caroline everything like about her OCD, about how she gets these like intrusive thoughts and how unbearable it could be sometimes and then Caroline comes out with she sees a psychiatrist as well but for depression and I think that it's so important to put that out there that sense of like because it seems like to me Sam always felt so alone and the only person that she can rely on was her mom and her sister because they kept her secret and the fact that Caroline came and kind of put her in the position where she's just like, you know what, I'm, this is normal. Like other people have psychiatrists, people have different disorders as well. But the fact that she felt so comfortable with a stranger as opposed to her friends says a lot about this character. Yeah, that made me really sad, actually, that she's hiding so much from her friends that she's known her whole life almost. And, like, feels like they're going to judge her so harshly if they find out. And then, like you said, she meets a stranger and just spills everything, like, almost immediately. Like, she, like, undid the pressure valve of, like, all this stuff that she was keeping in and just, like, let it, like, flow out to this kind of random person that she just met. And that made me really sad and kind of scared for her that like you don't know this person like you're so afraid that your friends are gonna judge you or think you're weird or like not want to be friends with you anymore and stuff like that but then you're gonna unload on a stranger and you have no idea how they're gonna react if they're gonna go tell the whole school that just seemed really odd to me and like I was like thinking to myself don't do that don't do that don't do that that's gonna go wrong 
and then it didn't so far so that was really cool yeah I think that for me it's I see it differently I feel like I can relate a lot to Sam only because it's easier to tell somebody that you don't know than it is to tell somebody that you do Uh, because that person that you don't know you never have to see them again you don't create this like relationship with them you know and then to be so like stuck in this popular girl bubble she feels this pressure to kind of be like them even though she knows that she really isn't and that there's nothing wrong with that but why does she feel the fact that she has to hide from these people who should be loving her and who spend most of their lives with her um it's really sad it's very sad I as well see a psychiatrist but for different issues this really was an eye-opener to see Sam so vulnerable with a stranger um because that's kind of what happened with me before anything it's more comfortable coming out to a stranger and saying like this is this is it this is everything as opposed to coming out to your friends or to your family even you know the fear of judgment the fear of being singled out and like abandoned like it's worse and it kind of just makes you want to hide you don't want to look like the freak you don't want to look like the odd one out and so I feel really bad for Sam, but I think that Caroline is going to be so good for her. I can't wait to see this friendship develop. And I just think that that was really important to show that like not everyone in your circle is going to know or ask or even know how to feel around you. Sometimes it's, easier to find somebody who you know shares the same disorder or has seen a psychiatrist or a psychologist or therapist or whatever and feel like you have something in common as hard as it might like it might be as hard as like it feels it's so much better to have somebody like close to you that you know that not necessarily suffers, but kind of share those same like anxieties. Someone that you can really talk to about this stuff and they really understand what you're talking about. It makes life so much easier because not everyone is going to care. And I'm not saying that everyone should care. I just think that you have to find that person that you're comfortable with. And for her to find someone right off the bat and then for Caroline to be like hey you're not a freak I'm dealing with the same thing in a different part but like I'm still I still deal with the same thing like I still go through the same process so I really like that the author put that in there that it made Sam feel less alone because I was really sad for her the whole like five chapters until the very end I thought it was interesting how the section keep a secret ended Caroline and Sam running into each other in the auditorium and then Caroline takes Sam like backstage 
and she was like, meet me here on Thursday. Don't tell anybody, like, where you're going or anything. Like, don't say a word about this, but it's going to change your life. So, like, that really, I wanted to read more so bad after that. I really want to know, like, what so what could be so life-changing for her, like, that's going to happen at school with these people that she doesn't even really know. So I guess in the next section, we'll find out, and I'm really excited for that. Me too. So do you want to say, like, a couple of predictions you have or, like, hopes for Sam through the rest of the book? Yeah, so I have a feeling that whatever Caroline's going to show Sam or do with Sam... I think it'll be either good for her and she'll find kind of a place that she belongs or it'll go really bad and like she'll feel even more alone. I'm hoping to see it go really well and for Sam to kind of get out of like the popular girl bubble of people who don't even really like seem to care about her that much. I have a feeling that Sam is going to get her OCD kind of more under control throughout the book. I hope so for her sake. Even with her driving her car, because she just turned 16 and her parents bought her like a used car and like she was just driving around the block by herself again because her friends like weren't available. There she is again by herself. She has a thing with the number three, right? Like she's a swimmer and um, she always like takes off from block three. Like everything is like in threes in her life, basically. So like even on the on the on the odometer, she kept everything in threes, and like she would have to like drive around the block again just to get the odometer to land on on something a digit with a three in it. Like that's why she didn't offer. Well, plus that she's not allowed to like have passengers in the car because it's only her first year of driving, uh, and her parents don't want her to. Plus, it's against the law. Um, uh, but that was why she didn't offer to like drive her and the other friend who got kind of uninvited to the spa day um to drive them up there because like she was afraid of like oh what if like the odometer doesn't land on three and then like I freak out about it and then my friend's gonna see that and like my cover's blown that's not really a prediction it's, I'm going back into like summarizing but um because there were some parts we left out that are pretty important I feel like, um, that we haven't gotten to yet. Um, like, like I said earlier, summer is really important to Sam because she's a swimmer and, um, like she does it competitively and she's like almost like a different person in the summer when she's focusing on swimming and she has a crush on her coach. Who's like only a few years older than her. Um, he's like 19 and in college. So I really hope that there ends up being some kind of more connection between what her psychiatrist called summer Sam and rest of the year Sam or whatever. Like, I hope that she can be more herself around people. And you know, now that you said that, I'm thinking that summer Sam is so different from rest of the year Sam. I have a feeling that it's her friends that give her this much anxiety. I think because she doesn't see them all summer but the minute she has to go back to school she knows she's going to see them and I think that they're really affecting her mental health and I think that that's why she's freaking out so much I'm interested to see how she's going to pull back from her existing friends and go and find new ones 
and I'm I'm interested in to seeing how that affects her mental health. And I'm hoping that whatever Caroline shows her is going to change her life for the better because it just seems like Sam is trying so hard to be in control, but the more she tries, the more out of control she's getting. And my hopes for Sam are that she gets her OCD under control as much as possible. And she feels a little more free, a little less alone. That she can just be herself because it just seems like she can't be herself around the people she's known her whole life. So I'm really hoping that her personality comes out more. Reading this book already, I I honestly, I feel like I know Sam already. I don't know why. I just feel like we became instant best friends. Like, I feel like I'm so invested in this book and we've only read 27 pages. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with it so far. It's hard, like as an author, I feel like to really pull off character development and exposition from the get-go that like like you said immediately pulls you in immediately makes you feel for the character immediately makes you kind of have a connection with them and I feel like Tamara Ireland Stone nailed it with this book so far I think that this is going to be a very easy read I think so too I'm excited for the rest of it I don't have many predictions other than I think that she's just going to find herself throughout this whole book. And I'm really excited to see that happen. I really want that to happen. I was reading a few um, Instagram posts and a few reviews online. And I saw something about a plot twist. Uh, I have no idea. I can't, I don't even know where to begin to even figure out a plot twist with this so far but I'm excited to finish reading this book. I honestly, if I can dedicate my entire week to reading this, I would, but um, I'm excited to see what what comes next. And I think that I'm going to be sad when it's over. <laughs> I have a feel, that's probably my only prediction I have so far is that I'm going to be sad when it's over. I think so too. I think it's going to be one of those books where you want more. Not like I don't think it'll be like one of those books where there's like unanswered questions at the end or like it's a super open open ended ending. I don't think it'll be that, but like you just feel such a connection to Sam and like maybe other characters in the book that you're like you want more of them and see where they go next. And also another important thing to point out, I think, is that um Sam mentions that she has a friend from the pool, like from the swim team or whatever, named Cassidy, I think. And they're friends, but they never see each other outside of like swimming. Like they've never like been to each other's house or like anything like that. And I feel like that kind of separation, I think it might be better for Sam to kind of have that separation where like she has friends like at school or like on the swim team but like they don't see each other outside of that so that she's not constantly like having to deal with people and deal with like the overload that can come with that sometimes like I feel like she's gonna need more time to herself than she's been giving herself um because I think that's why she kind of for lack of a better word functions better in the summer 
because she doesn't have all the social pressure. I completely agree. So you're going to tell us what we're reading next, Kels? Instead of reading five chapters for this next week, we're going to try reading six and see if we can get a little more out of um, the book so far and see how that goes. Hopefully it's not going to be too much reading for anybody uh, if you're out there reading along. But uh, for this week, we're going to read from In the Deep to That Narrow Hallway. So read all the way through that narrow hallway and stop at Can't Move On. And again, this is um, in case you need a reminder of what book we're reading. Um, This is from Every Last Word by Tamara Ireland Stone. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Never Too Old for YA. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Never the Number Two Old for YA. We're streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. Until next time, bye!